We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. This is the last Saturday. You'll be grilling outside after rain the rest of this weekend. We will slide into winter with highs into Thanksgiving in the 40s and even the 30s. And this segment is possible today because of Body Fit Training and Sorghum United. Coming up on the show, Rachel Barth will be with us. What we have learned from a missing persons search. Um, and if we have time, we'll get an update on what's going on at the airport. And Dr. Eric Thompson will be in. What do Nebraskans think about what's going to happen with our economy? Roger Frank will have an update on the markets, which were kind of like exciting this week. Yeah. And Wes will be coming in regarding air quality issues in your home and business. He's with John Henry's Plumbing. He's with John Henry's yeah. Plumbing. Heating, electrical, Heating it, uh, John Henry's uh, Plumbing. Air conditioning, Heating. electrical, um, yeah. expanded to Omaha, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. They're quite, they're quite the business. Well, let's jump to Rachel Barth. We have her with us today. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm okay. How are you guys? We are doing okay as well. Well, Rachel, uh, you've been utilizing your contacts with the media and the community and law enforcement to help with the search of the, the missing man, Tyler Goodrich, who was one of our Grow Lincoln Steadfast Facebook fans for years. And I just want to jump in and say, no kidding. I mean, I think he liked almost everything that we ever put on Facebook, and he probably single-handedly raised some of our algorithms. <laughs> uh, Rachel, what have we learned as a community? Well, um, I definitely know that we've learned how to come together and organize searches. And, you know, it is amazing the power of social media in being well-connected. Um, but as far as the actual case goes, I think I think I used the word defeating this morning um, in a in my own personal Facebook post. We just don't have a lot to go off of. Um, I've been in pretty close contact with Tyler's family. I'm really close to his brother and sisters and his parents, um, and obviously super good friends with Tyler. I've known him literally my entire life. We've been friends since um, we were four, and there's just not a lot to go off of. Um, I think earlier this week or a couple days ago. Lancaster Sheriff's Office did re release the video of him running from his house. And really, that's the last time we have any video evidence of Tyler. Um, his phone was presumed to be shut off or turned off or, you know, something shortly after he ran from the house. Um, and that's, that's about it. We have not heard from Tyler for now two weeks. And um, LSO is asking people to check their cameras and their ring doorbells, check their property. Um, we have, they've resorted to um, calling in the FBI to get a second set of eyes on things. Um, you know, obviously they're doing everything they can with analytics and, you know, looking at electronics and trying to piece things together. But they, they have no leads and no clues at this point of, of what happened to our, to our friends. 
As discouraging as this is, I have been heartened by the support in the community. And I realized that as big as Lincoln has gotten, it's still a small, big town. And we now have this infrastructure of support if something like this were to happen again. Because you had help from businesses, from individuals, right? Yeah, so we found out, I found out personally that Saturday night, so Friday, Friday night was when Tyler technically went missing. Um, he was um, reported officially missing Saturday morning by his husband. And then Saturday night, I think, is kind of when we all started hearing that, you know, hey, he's been gone for now, you know, 24 hours. And so really Sunday, I feel like, was the day that things started um, coming together, we started searching um, pretty quickly with the use of some tools like Canva. We created posters, got those printed from local businesses who have all been great. A lot of them have given us free posters or free flyers. Um, within minutes, um, one of Tyler's other really good friends and, and myself created a Facebook group, um, a public Facebook group, which has now reached over 11,000 people. Um, I started reaching out to my media contacts. I guess that's one of the perks of my job with the airport and, and past jobs is I, I do have a lot of contacts in the industry. And, you know, by by about Sunday, Monday, I think it was pretty widespread and covered by at least local media. And then, um, again, people have been amazing. Lamar um, Advertising has stepped up and given us space on their digital billboards. Um, banners have been made and put up all around town. People are making yard signs. Um, somebody had made a shirt for Tyler and worn it when they sing the national anthem at the volleyball game. Um, I have contacted my senator friends, any political friends that I have connections with, just to see if there's any additional resources we could get. Since Tyler was a veteran, he was in the military. Um, he works for Department of Corrections, and that group has been amazing. They've led almost every search effort, um, again, since Tyler's been missing. Well, we had a question that we wanted to ask you on, uh, that isn't Tyler-related. It is airport-related, and we saw that the airport is seeing uh, some real good numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a, any idea why this seems to be happening? Yeah, actually, it's, it's great timing. I was just actually in Atlanta this last week at a marketing airport conference, and it was one of our topics was um, increase in passenger travel, how to handle excess demand. Um, luckily for our airport, you know, we just finished a good portion of our renovation, so we can definitely handle an influx of, of passengers where some of the other larger airports in the country are really seeing some issues with um, their security lines. They're having some major issues with parking, with parking because they just don't have the infrastructure to handle this increase. Um, I was excited to see that, you know, we had um, an uptick of about 2,000 passengers in the month of October compared to last year at this time. Um, some of that might be because we were able to add in, you know, that additional Houston flight. So that definitely helps, you know, get some people to the southern part of the U.S. And Houston's a great hub for international travel. So I think people are taking advantage of our new Houston flight. Um, and then they did have a meeting with United Airlines just last week as well, and they were really happy with capacity. They said if numbers continue to trend in the right direction, I mean, we could see some larger aircraft coming into Lincoln, which would be great. 
Um, you know, at this point, there's probably not plans for an additional route through United because, um, you know, the three hubs we have right now with them do get you to like 320 locations. So they feel like that's a pretty good, um, you know, uh, option for, for Lincoln. But we might see more just routes in general, more, you know, again, maybe four times to Chicago, four times to Denver. We would love to see an additional route to Houston. So that's, those are all really great numbers for Lincoln. And you kind of ask why. And, you know, you mentioned earlier about revenge travel and maybe some pent-up energy from the pandemic. As we know, a lot of people can have more flexibility with their work schedule. So they're working remotely, you know, in, in more exotic locations. Um, but I think just in general, I think the fear of traveling with the pandemic has definitely calmed down quite a bit. I think LinkedIn is set up for success because people um, feel safer in a smaller airport. Um, it's easier to maneuver, especially if you're traveling with kiddos or if you're traveling with like maybe an elderly grandparent. You don't really have the stress of these huge, gigantic airports. Like, I, I have to laugh. I flew into Atlanta, and I was even like, oh, my gosh, where am I going? Because it's, like, the largest airport in the world, and they, it's just so massive and overwhelming. And I travel all the time, and I was overwhelmed, overwhelmed by Atlanta. And there's just something calming about being at our small airport and knowing exactly where your gate is, having those friendly people smile at you. I mean, our average wait time in our TSA is less than 10 minutes. And I'm so, sorry to have to interrupt you, Rachel, but we have to go to a break. I'm really sorry about this. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thanks a lot for updating us on re- revenge travel. I do think we are setting um, more tra- different travel habits here in Lincoln, and that's yeah. great to see. And also, I want to tell you this because I don't know if you realize it yet, but I think going back to our Tyler Goodrich story, I think you have developed an infrastructure that can be used in the future. And hopefully we don't need that in the future, but we probably will. And you've got something there. Nice work. Nice work, Rachel. Um, Got to go to a break here. But coming up next, Dr. Eric Thompson is going to share with us what Nebraskans' views are on some of the business issues, the interest rates, and other things going on in Lincoln. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. It's Grow Lincoln. 1499.3 KLIN. Current job openings in Nebraska are 35,000. It was 50,000 a few months ago. Employers are not offering as many job positions as much as they were presumably because of interest rates. This show is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance and Trans World Business Advisors. Dr. Eric Thompson is in the studio with us today. Um, he's going to have some information, trends and business attitudes around the state of Nebraska. How are you doing today? Oh, quite well, thank you. And how's everything over at the College of Business? Oh, things are going great. Wrap, uh, wrapping up for the holidays. Yeah, we got a we got another semester here to finish up. It's been a good semester. Uh, had a great great group of students this year, so I really really appreciate that. 
Well, why don't you tell us about where you're at with your leading economic indicators? Yeah, what are Nebraskans saying when you survey them about the economy? Well, our, our survey uh, for October, and, and this is, we've got some preliminary November data too, and I, I see the same trend there. Um, uh, it's getting a little less, uh, it's getting less optimistic. So on, on balance, there's still more businesses that expect to increase employment over the next six months really? and reduce it. Yes. Um, oh, good. Uh, at least among our results. Um, and, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, some issues are rising to the top. So, uh, for example, in the last full month, we got 8% of respondents said interest rates were their top business concern. So that's much higher than normal. I don't think it's surprising given how high interest rates have gotten, but that's really starting to show up. Hey, if they're in the commercial real people. estate business, I'm sure they're concerned about <laughs> We're it. having our own little private recession. <laughs> uh, well, and of course, commercial real estate people are among our uh, respondents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it was uh, other businesses as well. Yeah, mentioned it. not just us. Um, and uh, another interesting phenomenon is, uh, you know, since the inflation really kicked up, we typically have found cost factors to be the top concern, like inflation in, in people's inputs, gasoline, if they have to buy a lot of gasoline for their business or diesel, um, and then labor costs and finding workers. Uh, but the last full month was the first time in a while that uh, customer demand was the most frequently cited top issue for businesses we surveyed. So that, uh, I guess, reflects a little bit of normalization, perhaps, but it could just mean that in addition to the higher costs, people are starting to get worried about demand from their customers. So that's an interesting thing to watch. So, you know, it wasn't a wasn't a terrible survey response in terms of what what people said about the future. But uh, things do seem to be changing a little bit. Yeah. Now, you did a webinar and talked about issues like inflation and labor availability. Mm -hmm. What you want to tell us a little bit about your results from that? particular mm -hmm. portion of the study. Yes, and in, and in that one, we compared all our monthly results that we have in so far from 2023 to last year, uh, 2022, and then also back to 2019 before the COVID hit and all the other issues. So um, what we found is uh, kind of um, some evidence that things are normalizing. In other words, uh, uh, the results in 2022 were just like I described. Businesses were mostly worried about their costs. And there's some evidence in 2023, and I think increasingly as the year goes on, that issues are starting to normalize and people are getting back to worrying about, am I going to have enough customer demand and things of that nature, kind of like they would in a typical year before COVID. Like before, yeah. Like 2019. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that with us, and we hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving planned here, Dr. Thompson. Thank you. You as well. <laughs> Coming up next, um, we'll be talking to Roger Frank from Frank Financial Concepts, his take on the economy, too, because he studies the stock market. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. 
everyone is excited about new business, and our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. The Upscale Athleisure Clothing Store for Men and Women joined the S&P 500. Its net revenue increased 18% year over year last quarter and is up 25% year to date. You don't have to be a mall shopper to get interested in Lululemon, Dave. (laughs) Well, the thing that uh, always surprised me is I always thought of Lululemon as a women's store and i have found out that they it's have a family a lot, it's yeah. a family store now they have a lot of uh, men's clothing too yeah so, and children yeah. yeah well this segment is possible today because of lincoln airport authority charter title and nebraska prep equipment and with us to talk about the latest in the markets roger frank from frank financial concepts happy turkey day roger thank you it's good to see you too yeah and we are not going to talk about lululemon though not you no you've got other things yeah (laughs) that's right yeah and we of course the big question everyone has is that it seems like the markets picked up a little bit this week yeah it's been a pretty good week overall uh thanks to lower inflation I think that was uh, a key for this week. Um, you know, November has been pretty kind to us, really, so far. Good. Uh, with July being the high water mark for the year, at least as of right now anyway, it's certainly refreshing to have a positive few weeks in the markets, especially after three months of volatility in the markets. Well, why don't you tell us what did happen in the markets this week? Yeah. Again, like I mentioned, the markets generally were up this week. Uh, As of November 16th, the Dow Jones, and this is for the year, by the way, the Dow Jones is up uh, just just slight, slightly lower than five and a half percent. Got to spit that out here. NASDAQ composite is up about 34 and a half percent, and the Standard & Poor's 500 is up just under 17 and a half percent. So really good numbers. The NASDAQ has been the bright spot. We've been talking about that all year, and it's really because of the big-name technology companies. They've led the surge, uh, kind of a rebound from last year. Another bright spot in the market we've been talking about is fixed income. Uh, CDs are still elevated, traditional fixed annuities. Uh, treasuries are still at highs, and these are highs that we haven't seen since 2008. So it's really positive to take advantage of the fixed income space this year. Well, this is also the time of year people are thinking about retirement plan contributions. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, inflation uh, typically is not good news for us, but in this particular case it is. The IRS announced retirement plan contribution limits for 2024. They're going up. If you're investing in a 401k, 403b, or let's say a 457 government plan, and you're under age 50, you can contribute another $500 for a maximum investment of 23000 The catch-up contribution, if you're over age 50, is another $7,500. If you're investing in traditional IRAs or Roth IRAs, you'll be able to contribute another $500 as well for a maximum of 7000 If you're over age 50, you'll be able to add another 1000 to that for a total of 8000 for the year. I know that I, for one, need to look at our company SEP plan contributions. Anything to be aware of? 
Yeah, self-IRA contributions went up as well. The maximum contribution in 2024 will be 68000 And just a little bit of clarification, the self-IRA is for self-employed individuals. The simple IRA is typically for small businesses that are less than 100 employees. And the simple IRA uh, maximum is also going to increase by $500, so you'll be able to contribute up to 16000 and if you're over age 50, you'll be able to add that $3,500 to that. Uh, so a total of nineteen five for the year. And what I would suggest if you haven't contributed to the retirement plan or a, a retirement plan for 2023, you still have time. We have about six weeks left in the year. So try to contribute as much as you possibly can. If you haven't had a chance to set up a retirement plan for this year, reach out to my office. Uh, we can certainly help you with that as well. Well, thanks a lot, Roger. You're welcome. Good thanks, to hear Roger. some good news. Yeah, that was real good news. Because, you know, and especially not that Dr. Thompson's report was negative, but he did say that there's a little bit less optimism from Nebraska businesses. But I think some of his interviews were before some of the changes that Roger referred yes. to. So. Yeah, interesting to compare the two perspectives. Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Bertha Fisher & Company Financial Services, BFCFS member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through BFC Planning, Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning are independent entities. I am a client of Roger, and I'm not being compensated. Coming up next, air quality issues at home, but also air quality issues on the job. We'll talk to John Henry's plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Robert Eshelman of Eshelman Commercial State with you this Saturday. And Dave Albers of The Albers Company. This segment is possible today because of John Henry's plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and Baylor Evnen Wolf and Tannehill Law Firm. Air quality issues at home and on the job. We're so much more familiar with, with mold allergies now than we used to be. Employers look at air quality a lot more now than they used to. So we wanted to talk to Wes from John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical, and Expansion into Omaha today. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. So are they sending you up to Omaha? It's possible. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, we're growing and, and we've hired people up there already, but there may be times where we need to go up and help out. Well, congratulations on your expansion. This month is carbon monoxide yep. month, so explain a little bit about that. Uh, so it's just a month where, you know, it's it's always, you know, when the furnaces are running and stuff like that. So it's just the time that we want to, uh, you know, check the systems out, making sure everything's running safe, um, making sure you put CO detectors in your homes. Just if something bad, if something does happen, at least you have something there to let you know. Someone asked me this question the other day. Once we switch to electric cars, does that mean we do not have to worry about carbon monoxide fumes in our garage anymore? I thought that was um, an interesting. I mean, I just never thought. I, about I never that. thought a whole lot about that either. So, I guess it just depends on what you store in there. Yeah. I mean, you, you a lot of people still have their lawnmowers in there or snow blowers. I'm assuming most of the time you're taking them out of the garage anyway to start them. Right, um, right. But yeah. also, I mean, when people pull up in your driveway and in a regular gas vehicle, 
and the garage I mean, doors open, things like that. You'll yeah. s- you could still get stuff in the house, but but way less than way less risk, I'd imagine. Before. Yeah, I never thought about that before. Air quality issues in homes can be simple to deal with, but maybe sometimes also complicated. Same thing with uh, what we have to deal with in in commercial buildings. Can you talk a little bit about that, those issues? <clears throat> well. Um, they always tell us that in, in homes, in residential homes, commercial properties, when you're inside, you have a lot worse air quality in, inside just because of everybody in there, pets, things like that. So it's always good to have, you know, uh, good filters, change your filters, air quality products that could help uh, give you better breathing in those homes, UV lights, all those things could definitely help your day in day health. So it's very, it's good to have, you know, a duct cleaning or an ultraviolet light or something that's going to give you better air quality, doctor quality, doctor's office air quality. Yeah. Well, okay. And speaking of doctors, there's a lot of, yeah, there's medical offices that could have air quality issues. And then there's the people that go out and start their own company and maybe they're in the trades and they, mm-hmm. they, they go rent a warehouse and they, you know, they may know a little bit about OSHA. We've all heard of OSHA. But couldn't a small business owner get tripped up pretty fast with air quality problems without even with, re- yeah, realizing exactly. it? They don't know when the last time that system was maintenance or filters has been changed. No. You know, they really don't know nothing what's been done there. So it's always good to have carbon monoxide checked out on it, filters checked out on it, and any other options that you can put on it just to give you better air quality. Well, yeah, and how do you know what you don't know? I think maybe a good place to start might be with a heating and air conditioning specialist, just so that person could say, I know someone else in your industry and here's some air quality issues they had and that you should look out for. And I uh, have run into several different clients of mine who have certain needs for air quality uh, that can happen both in warehouse conditions and in office type of conditions. Labs in particular is something that you think about, laboratories. So so do you get up on tops of office buildings with uh, ultraviolet light gizmo? I mean, it just depends (laughs) on what they have. There's options for everything. But, I mean, even just because you're on a commercial property doesn't mean you have a rooftop you still may have a split system in there that you can still do exactly what you do at your own home. And you guys can test that with the ultraviolet light. Well, basically, when we put UV lights, those are just ultraviolet lights that go in your ductwork. So when your system is running, it's always cleaning that air. So it's something that goes in there and gives you better air quality. Good stuff. Well, definitely reach out if this is something. We're always getting an education on things. Yeah, you haven't really thought about this, and especially if you have employees coming down with sinus infections and coughs and things like that. You want to be really on top of it. Thanks a lot for coming in, Wes, and happy Thanksgiving. Thanks to you. You too. I appreciate it. Coming up next, businesses opening, closing, and moving around. Our fun segment, we announce lots of restaurants. This city is my city. And I love it, yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here, I got it made And if I have my way, I'm gonna stay ever recording. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Should Grow Lincoln join Threads or Instagram on social media? They are both places to jump to. We'd like to hear your thoughts. Direct messages on Facebook or Twitter or X or whatever they are called this week. <laughs> Robin, 
Not well, so I'm I, not happy with Twitter. It's yeah. just turned into a. It's it's just turned into lo, a low class. Ugh. Well, this segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sarter Heyman Jewelers, and Lincoln Electric System. Big corporate news out near the airport, which we were talking to an airport representative earlier in this show. And she would have known all about this, but not everybody uh, knows about the fact that they just pulled their building permit for Tempty out in the airport uh, area. It's at 4621 Northwest 45th Street. It is 190,000 square foot building, and about 10,000 of that will be for offices. And by the way, 190,000 square feet is bigger than Walmart. Yeah, that's Walmart-ish. Uh, 21, almost $0.7 million. $21 million. A little over. Yeah, yeah well, almost, closer to 21. Almost 22. Yeah. Yeah. So good things happening for Lincoln. And wow, uh, yeah, wow. big, big, big project going on. Yeah. Well, Robin, let's uh, head to the north side of town. And I think we've got some news both north and south uh, in Lincoln here. Okay. So, Where would you like to start? Well, I'm going to bring up some stuff that I saw for a couple of our middle schools. Oh, where that's South Lincoln. Yes, the South Lincoln. Okay, you said North. I said we'll then go to North. But okay. anyhow, that's fine. Uh, Irving Middle School uh, did interior upgrades, uh, $584,000. You know, Robin, this is, reminds me of the commercial. We'll have to check and see if I did say North and not South, where they throw the red flag in to find out whether you said something properly or not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Pound Middle School uh, is also doing the same thing. Interior upgrades, $622,000. Out at Speedway Circle, um, more corporate news out in West Lincoln over there by the, oh, how do you describe it? By the baseball stadium, Capitol Beach. That... Well, this this is Speedway Circle, which is kind Oh, of no, off... this is Van Dorn. Yes, off of Van Dorn. Yeah, West Van Dorn. Yeah. Or, well, sort of west. It's the 300 block there. It's Midwest uh, Medical is doing an interior, uh, some interior work there, including some offices and laundry. Not a large job, $60,000, though. Midwest Medical. Yes, I think they're probably, and, and I don't know for sure, but I think they're set up there, you know, because they have all the sports stuff going on. So oh, yeah. I think that's. So sports medicine. I got it. Okay. South 27th and Randolph. Michelle Sherrod submitted a picture of La Carreta di Natale ice cream shop coming soon. And that um, does continue the micro trend that we have been seeing in Lincoln for ice cream. Yes. Which, you know, let's be honest. Most people like ice cream. And when we're going into December. Yeah. So. Maybe not, maybe not your biggest ice cream month. Uh, so the original Grotta is closed, and it's going to be replaced. And this is over at 27th and Jamie Lane. It's going to be replaced by Tanks Bar and Pizzeria. So uh, there's still the other Grotta that is at 70th 
and A Street, and that's still open. They're going to remain. And if you aren't sure where 27th and Jamie Lane is, this is east of the South 27th Walmart, yes. where so, Tanks Bar and Pizzeria are coming. Yeah. Uh, not all that far from uh, that area at 7120 South 29th Street, which is where we uh, talk about the 27th and Pine Lake area. Uh, Circle City ABA, which ABA stands for Applied Behavioral Analysis, is doing some interior work uh, on an office building there, and they deal with uh, autism. Yeah. So that's, that's quite an interesting uh, new business that's popping in there. So they are very, very close to, they're, they're located close to Starbucks. Yes, not very the, the far Star, from that. Where the Starbucks um, and all the other um, Red Robin are located. And we have some news from that center too. Pepper Jack's Grill w- across the street from South Point Mall, of course, um, they are shut down. They had been planning to close that for probably three years when their lease came up because they they have, you know, kind of switch to drive through. Yeah. So apparently their their drive through which is kind of relatively new on South 40th Street south of Normal has done very well. Yeah, on yeah, on South 48th Street. Yes. Or 48th. Yeah. yeah. 48th and Normal. Robin, why don't you talk a little bit about South Point? They emailed us about uh, several different uh, businesses. Yeah, opening. a lot some new businesses in time for Christmas at South Point. Um, Poppy's Boutique, that is clothing for women and girls. Um, Toy Time is now open next to Sephora, a toy store. And then there's a place you can get country fried steak, chicken, and waffles. Yeah. JoJo's Diner, um, that is next to Ika Ramen. Um, J. Crew Factory. Not open yet, but they were hoping to be open yesterday, and I haven't heard if that happened or not. Well, yeah, they wanted to certainly be open by Black Black Friday. Yeah, I I forgot to check that before we came in the studio. Love Sack Furniture, they're not going to make it by Black Friday. Obviously, (laughs) uh, they plan to open in February, and Love Sack Furniture is um, it's like, sectional couches and beanbag furniture. Yeah, you can see some of their commercials on television. Uh, so I always thought of them only with the sectional couches, but they have that, that beanbag type of furniture also, I noticed. Now, Robin, let's, let's head north, uh, and they are starting the new baseball softball complex on North First Street. Uh, this is basically first in Cornhusker. They're going to put in seven new baseball and softball fields with concessions and restrooms. And listen to this, what I saw in the building permit, $30 million. And this is a partnership between Westland University and the city of Lincoln, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, Westland's going to use this uh, as their home baseball field. Is my understanding. Yeah. And then in the same um, spirit, there's some stuff going on with softball over on Sun Valley Boulevard, right? Yeah. At 400 at Line Drive Circle, uh, the softball stadium there is expanding some of their seating 
$350,000 building permit for those folks. Up at 2711 Crossbridge Place, which now, for those who don't know, this is at 27th and Fletcher, west of North Star. Guess what we're getting? I guess I, what, Robin? I know. Okay, what it is. so you know it's got to be one of three or four things. Um, could be CBD, it could be a car wash, it could be vape, could be ice cream, could be ice cream. Which of those four? Car wash. Car wash. Yes. Yep. Yes. Car wash coming. Um, so this is near that where that Ruby Tuesdays is, and they've been proposing a shopping center up in this district for a really long time. Um, just had a hard time getting the thing off the ground, but it's been doing a lot of dirt work out there. Yeah, I mean, Robin, I think that uh, shopping center has been proposed for Several. a decade and a half. Oh, that long? Yeah. I mean, these particular developers have been out there grading the land for, what, three or four years? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's been quite a while. And I think they turned they origi- some of it that into That was the apartments. original people who were planning on doing that. And then it got sold. Yeah, and then it got sold, and then there were some financial issues, blah, blah, blah. Lots, so of, lots of different we things. We were at a meeting, and I, I know this is not Grow Lincoln. This is, this is Grow Gretna, but all this stuff going on with that Gretna Mall. Yeah, big, big project. Uh, and the number that was bounced around was astronomical. Uh, I'd like to do a little more research before I even mention a whole lot about it. because But the they numbers... definitely announced apartments. Yeah. The high-rise apartments overlooking the shopping center. We've got a picture on our Facebook page. Hey, Robin, we have a little bit of news about 27th and Cornhusker. Oishi Japanese that was in the former village Inn closed several weeks ago. Um, it wasn't there long. It opened in 2022. But um, and but then we had an announcement from Facebook fans Mujo Duranjik and Joan Koonsman, who said that Tia Letty's is moving into this building. And then I found out my nephew-in-law is painting the exterior of the building, or maybe oh. it's the interior, I guess I'm not sure which, um, and that they are going to be moving in December 1. Well, that's just around the corner. Yes, that's uh, they better get, get done pretty fast. Well, Robin, we also uh, talked about uh, when B&T's Diner took over the Taco John's building at about 47th and Vine Street. And unfortunately, that was just a few months ago. It didn't seem, it seems like it. And they, and that didn't it make it. Didn't make it. Uh, it was a breakfast place. Uh, however... Their website says they're catering and gives out a phone number. So hopefully some good things will happen for them. Up on North 48th, close to University Place and East Campus, Blue Moon Fitness, um, they announced, I, I would call it a merger with Anytime Fitness of Lincoln. So if you have been a member of blue moon you would now take your membership and you would go to anytime fitness located at 27th street walmart south point and 70th and pioneers the blue moon facility has been on the market for sale for a long time yeah. and they're just going to shut that down yeah. 
And then, Robin, you had uh, another restaurant in Uni Place. In University Place itself, Sabor Latino and University Place closed. And I thought that was going to be a permanent closing, but it ended up being a temporary thing. And it was due to that road construction that we've heard about that has disrupted businesses. Um, they got it open enough that Sabor Latino felt they could give it another go, so they reopened. Well, I'm glad about that because uh, we did have to talk about uh, the Beauty Girl clothing boutique that did close in University Place. Uh, and she did not go down without a fight. She did She went to the media, and yeah. boy, did she... As a matter of fact, one of the reporters, Chase um, Chase Porter, re, Chase Porter reporter from yeah. KLIN, um, did an in-depth story about everything that went wrong. Yeah, and uh, she was upset with uh, city street construction that seemed to drag on forever and ever. I think damaged some of her merchandise and all. Yeah. That. Well, we hope that you get out and support the retail in Lincoln. Remember that some of the retailers in our malls are also local retailers. A lot and, of them now. And they count on you way more than they used to um, to spend your dollars right here in town. <laughs>